Hello, this is Reverend Abigail, and this podcast is created from an eight-week series that we did on This Thing Called You, which is a book written by Ernest Holmes, who is the founder of Centers for Spiritual Living. If you want to find out more about our center, you can reach us at spiritualliving.org. Enjoy the class. I'm grateful that you folks are here. Tonight's talk, of course, about chapter 9 and 10. You don't have to have read it. Um, but I'm going to go through a PowerPoint presentation. First step in how many of you know what this is about? This is about what? This is about really sort of knowing the truth, right? Because in these, these chapters, he's talking really about knowing truth so that we can let go of uh, fear and discomfort. But so for me, the first step is, well, I've got to know what the truth is, right? What is the truth? What is this place of spiritual truth? So I say, okay, well, if the first step is to know truth, then this is the place where I want to know that that God is good. It's absolute. It's eternal. It's a self-existing cause. It will always be and it will always show up somehow, some way, even beyond what I can see with my human eyes. There's a spiritual eye that knows that spirit is good and so are we. And if we're one with spirit, then we know that we can live our life from this place, right? Yeah. We've all heard the little phrase that, well, um, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to know what the truth is. That means I have to be able to contemplate what God is. And for us, God is good. And God is good not occasionally. God is good all the time. Okay. God is good all the time, over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, but even though I may not see it in my personal experience, I have to know it in my spiritual truth. Because if I know it in my spiritual truth, then I can start to make changes. Because then he's talking about, well, how do you deal with fear? Right? How do you deal with discomfort? How do you deal with the challenges of life? Because I know nobody has any here. <laughs> right I, I i don't have any either no i'm just like everybody else and we all have things in life that we deal with and so if we know spiritual truth we can allow ourselves to move from this place of what the condition is because conditions have what they have no power over us the only absolute truth is spirit. That's an eternal process. And if I begin to look with that, things start to change. Okay. But he starts saying, you know, he being Ernest Holmes really starts to really talk about, well, how do we deal with this? Well, one of the other, one of the ways that she mentions, and I'm going to mention another way, but one of the ways he mentions is to speak our word because, you know, our word can become flesh, right? It's the opportunity for us to be able to know that our word has power and we can speak our word to that fear or the discomfort or whatever else the situation is going on and to know what truth is. And so he makes it fairly clear in this presentation where he starts off going going on with, okay, I'm going to speak truth. And he goes through this whole soliloquy about um you have no place in me. He's speaking to that place of fear. There is nothing in me that can entertain thoughts or negation or doubt. I refuse to admit them. 
I know that my word casts out fear and doubt and converts fear into faith. I know there is nothing in the universe that wishes me ill. There is no negative forces operating in, around, or through me. There is but one mind, which is my mind. This true mind within me has never received an image of doubt. The God mind within me entertains only that which is perfect. You hear how he's speaking his word, right? He's telling that, really, be God. That is not the absolute truth of spirit, and it cannot be the absolute truth of me. And the more I practice this, the better off I become with it. The more I'm able to actually communicate and speak my word that this is no longer going to happen for me. This is over. This is done. The only truth is spirit. And thus, I can take whatever situation that's going on for me and find a divine quality that says that it's different. To find a spiritual quality that's eternal, everlasting truth. So it doesn't matter if I'm experiencing, uh, you know, a lack of a relationship. I can know that God is love and thus love holding and knowing and understanding that can bring that what I want to me. If I want to see it in a demonstrable form, but I've got to know what first I've got to know the spiritual truth. So then I can experience this place of freedom. If I don't have this place of knowing spiritual truth, I want to talk to somebody who does. Right. I want to talk with other people. I, you know, can I talk to a practitioner? Can I say to a practitioner, hey, please know this for me. Can I talk about what is within my mind that's keeping me from this? Because here's here's the point. If God is good, think of it as you have a house or wherever you're living. Right. And there's a full pressure shower. You've got all the pressure you want. OK. <laughs> Am I, when I get into the shower, if I haven't turned my nozzle completely on, does it help for me to yell at the nozzle to, to be able to say, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you giving me more? No, <laughs> I have to be able to recognize, okay, I'm not receiving the full pressure that's always available to me. God is always available. It's always available. Spirit, there's an unlimited abundance that is within me. And if I can know that place, I then actually turn the nozzle to, to receive more pressure upon me. Mm -hmm. It's already there in God. Love already exists. Abundance already exists. It all already exists in God. Make sense? So if that is the truth, it's, it's really when he's talking about prayer, he wants to know that we have such a place of deep understanding of truth that when we are there, there is no problem. There is no COVID. There is no lack of relationship. There is no lack of money. None of that exists. But now he is denying those conditions, even though I may not see it in my checking account, because I have to have a place of what? Allowing myself to turn on that flow. And if I know that God's abundant and I can see it and I can feel it and I can express it, 
then I can actually start to demonstrate it in my life. Does that make sense? Okay. Because yeah. this is the place I want to talk about, right? This is the place where we're saying, okay, well, I know what spiritual truth is. I'm experiencing this. I can change that. How? How, how, how do I change that? Is by I can speak to that place. That's one option, right? I can speak to this place of fear. I'll never have a person in my life or I'm never going to be abundant because my checking account only says this. Well, it's never going to get any better unless I know that this is just a condition and spirit can change anything. But in order to change it easily, because we can change it harder, <laughs> but why? God doesn't make it hard. So I want to make it easy for myself. How do I do that? I have to know what spiritual truth is. I have to know there's abundance and I'll let it to flow through me. Because otherwise, if I'm not knowing truth, it's going to be hard to change these conditions. I can deny something, but please hear this really well. The denial means is that whatever the condition is, it has no power over me. None. All those things change in life. Over and over and over, they change. What I want to do is I want to connect to the feeling of knowing that absolute truth so then I can actually feel it, see it, and then begin to allow it to be drawn into me. I could do it the other way, which is work, work, work at it. <laughs> and in the work, 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 guess what happens? I am so attentive to the work, work, work is that spirit that the that vibratory energy, which is all a part of the infinite, that vibratory energy of the law of attraction does what starts to attract more work to me, work harder, work longer, work more, because that's what I'm focused on. So he's talking about knowing truth that that condition has no power over me at all. So what's another option? Because he doesn't talk about this, but this is an option I use because a lot of indigenous people talk about another option. And the other option, of course, once we're able to speak our truth is to know the other piece, which is, as I'm trying to like go, come on, move on, is the other option is really to learn from the fear, hmm. right? So... For example, if I can actually turn to the fear and say to it, hey, what is it that you're trying to teach me? I'm trying to find a way. If it's all God, mm -hmm. is there something that my fear is trying to teach me that I probably want to release and let go of? Is it trying to communicate something to me? So how do I make this make this sort of uh this piece real as i can talk to you about all sorts of things right we can all talk to each other about a lot of things but if i know spiritual truth um and then i'm able to speak to that place and including if other people speak to me i want to be in my head so for example um, when I was purchasing my home, right, I had a real estate agent that told me what you're never going to do that. You've got to move out of Seattle, Harold. You don't make enough money. It's all too expensive. And I'm like, 
don't you go to the Center for Spiritual Living? She's like, yeah. I go, well, start praying. <laughs> because I, I was knowing my truth that that was available for me. But when I have the opportunity to know that truth, um, yeah. then what ends up happening for me is in knowing the truth, I can now create what I want or allow myself to move into a place that's that's willing for it to bring it to me. How does the story go? Is is I'm listening. I know what truth is and I know that it's available for me. Sure enough, I'm driving on my way home. Something in my head, my own intuition says, and he talks about intuition briefly, is because intuition, according to Ernest Holmes, is your own communication with God. Has nothing to do with study. Has nothing to do with learning. It has to do with your own communication with the infinite. So when something said within me, turn right here, and I'm thinking, but I should be going north why would i want to go west it's like okay i'll do it sure enough i found the home but that's me knowing that it was possible and in the midst of everybody else not knowing it in the midst of the real estate agent saying saying no you're not going to find a place the midst of you know all these other people saying you, you can't really afford that I still have my home, <laughs> you know? So it's this opportunity to know truth, but how do I, if there's something uh, that's a fear for me, I wanna turn to it and say, what are you trying to teach me? Cause that's another place I can learn, which is where I'm kind of welcoming it and I'm embracing it. I'm knowing that the only absolute truth is spirit. So for me in this idea of, being uh having a reoccurring dream as a child that was one thing where i had to actually where somebody actually told me uh a kahuna actually said you need to turn and say to to that fear what is it that you're trying to teach me because i was going every night just running from it running with fear in my dreams and finally when i was able to find the courage to stop and turn and this dark force to be able to say you need to find a place of rest. You're frightened because you need to find a place of rest. So it's finding this place of peace that passes all the rest. I knew when that happened for me that there was a peace within me that told me nothing and no one can hurt your spirit. Yes, as a child, they can hurt your physical being, but to hurt your spirit is impossible. That cannot happen. Here I'm going back to what Ernest Holmes said. I'm speaking to now the fear. But I had to ask, why is this happening over and over? Why is this showing up in my dreams? Because I want to know deeply that there's a place within me that knows the absolute truth. Whoa. So I am uh, taking a look at the time. And I will say what the last piece is, um, which is once we do that, is then we let it go. So, you know, Ernest Holmes said, letting go of the lesser in order to experience the greater. I've got to be willing to let go of what's not longer serving me. And when I know truth, that automatically happens. It just automatically happens. Okay. So he talks about also a difference between outlining and choosing. And I'll just spend a brief moment on that, which is the difference between outlining <laughs> and choosing 
it's our it's our divine right our birthright to be able to choose what we want in our life and I usually tell people if you're going for the more general meaning the feeling and the experience of it you have now created the place where it's going to come to you easily but you can also declare this is what I want I want a relationship this is how I want it this is blah 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 but what you leave the doing to up to spirit so for me to be able to say I'm accepting more abundance in my life but then saying and how I expect it is I want to have my employer give me a raise can money come to me in infinite ways that's where I want to be aware am I outlining and limiting myself from that divine expression um, and so that's a place for me to just realize all right and then the last piece is we just expect it to happen that's the expectation of the good so I'm gonna open it up for conversation um, and anybody can talk at this point um, who who may have a question um, it's a very it's a very powerful process to me to know what truth is because I can apply truth if you get anything out of today it's apply truth to your life over and over and over spiritual truth Ernest Holmes says it this way there's nothing to be healed there's only truth to be revealed I've got to know truth because then all the rest will fall into place make sense all right 